Welcome to the Punch-Up Podcast. Were you ever sitting around with your friends and somebody was trying to tell a story and everybody else was helping out? That's what this is. A storytelling podcast with a good story and really, really funny input. Hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hi, Steve. Hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Good. You look good. Oh, stop. You getting a haircut? It's looking a little long. Tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Good talk. Yeah. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hi, Steve. I have no questions for you. Good. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. All right. And our guest in the Storyteller Chair, Josh Rubenstein. Hi, Steve. Thanks for being here, Josh. Take it away, buddy. So when I was about 23... Another story. Another age. story. Same yeah. place. Okay. Sort of. Same place. But it's like five months later. So, you're so in, you're I was in Israel. Israel. Okay working in the banana fields on a kibbutz and i uh, made friends with this american guy named curtis who i'm still good friends with and uh we're sitting there in a hebrew class and he turns to me he goes yoshua he thinks my name thought my name was yoshua even when we came back to the states he couldn't figure out that my name was josh so he called me yoshua for years still does is that hebrew for hebrew josh? hebrew for josh so, so it still applies. It wasn't a huge leap. <laughs> no, no, but it's but he's an, he's an American, and here we anyway. So we became. I assume friends. he's really handsome. He is, but why do you assume? Yeah, that? why? Because his not name is smart. Curtis. <laughs> that's interesting. How do you say Curtis in Hebrew? Curtis. Oh, so that's that's the same. Curtis. Curtis. So you figured that out? <laughs> yeah, I figured that out. <laughs> that's what you added. To but the I language. called him. But I yeah. called him. Curtis. Wait, I think I can speak Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to do e- the accent. Eon. Yeah, yeah, be, that's, yeah that's, he nailed it. We became good friends, and he turns to me one day and says, let's go to Egypt. And I said, when? He goes, and it's like Tuesday. I'm not ready for this. And he goes, uh, Curtis is a, I think we are. Yeah, he goes, uh, Friday. I said, okay. And we were gone. Like three days later, we were gone. So we actually, I left the kibbutz. It was a five and a half month program. I left after four months. Oh, you abandoned oh, it. classic abandoned. American. I left, yes. Oh, this is like a full-on let's go to Egypt, not like, hey, let's go for a holiday. No, well, it's hard because it's like takes two or three days to get there. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going for the weekend. But yeah, yeah no, 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 he, no. but he's saying, let's, let's leave just the kibbutz and let's go to no. Egypt. And he's the kind of guy that would plan everything and give me the books, tell me, read this so you know what we're doing. And I never did, and I just followed what So he is this a driving trip, or did you guys fly, or how did you get we there? We drove down to Tel Aviv. First, we spent a week in the Sinai. Was this before or after your first kiss? With Curtis? <laughs> yeah. It, before and after. We just kissed her. No. We, the whole thing, yeah. We didn't do any of no, that. No, well, I mean, it sounds like a lovely trip. You know, it's funny. You make you know friends and suddenly you're off on this excursion. It's just being young and, and unattached and just you're in Israel. Why not go explore the rest of Africa? You remind me of something that I really haven't talked a lot. I don't even know if I told Curtis this. Your true feelings? After, after we made our plans and we were planning to go, I don't know if I've told anyone this. A woman came up to me that was also in this program. You know we're recording this, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. It's, not, it's just going to be... No, it's great. The upshot is going to be how lame I was as a No, as, this is why we youth. do this. We're, we're so, finding more out than you planned uh, on telling. A woman who I knew came up to me and said, me and... I forgot her name, Suzanne, are going... Is that Susan? <laughs> yes. Ah, ah, I was going to guess that. She, actually, Shoshana is uh, from Susan. Anyway, I don't remember their names, but yeah, yeah, yeah. said, we're going to Greece... At the end of the old pond, we may leave a little bit early. Quick change, Curtis. We're off. <laughs> we would Meet you like, there, buddy. We would like We're going to you, Greece, pal. We would like you to come with us. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. And you said, nope. Oh, I man. said, no. Sorry. Me and Curtis are going to Egypt. Pretty, pretty <laughs> nice try, ladies. Can't but- change it now. We just decided yesterday. <laughs> I was 
at that age, much more innocent and naive and shy, mm. especially around the ladies. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of knew what it meant. This was a friend that you had met on the kibbutz? On the kibbutz. And her the other one she mentioned, really super, super attractive. Because uh-huh. that's all, really all that matters. When you're 20. Well, no. But well, no. Honest, they were both not. very nice. They were very nice. They were, yeah, I didn't know them well. I didn't know whether they asked me because they thought I was safe. I'd be good a good male to have no, with wait, them. Did they, safe, did they or they wanted going... to Sorry. have a lot of sex with me. I didn't know what, what wow. it was. That's... Is that where you were going? No. Did they, were they American? I'm sure it wasn't, Ian. Were they American? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Huh? Just... Were they American? She, the one who talked to me was American. The other woman, I think, was South African. And they knew you were American? Yes. So they figured you were loaded? Nah. Because that's all that, that matters. That's not, yes. No, that's not what it was. But I was too shy to do it. Plus, I, I had this whole plan. We always planned out this whole trip to Egypt. And I turned them down. And years later, I've been, I, it's in it's my- It still haunts it you. Now, <laughs> not for decades it didn't, but in the last like 10 years or so, it's been haunting me. What could have been? What could have been? But you know, and, Christiane's probably going to listen to this podcast. That's okay. She knows I love her and she knows that- No, uh, this is a story this of is a 23 from my year Josh. Yeah. This 23-year-old Josh, but it's like- This is the, uh, you know, the sliding doors concept of like, yeah. you know, just like a, yes. uh, a, you know, a, a chance meeting that could have been something. Or you could have also woken up in a bathroom tub of full of ice with the stitches up and down your back or or more likely so this is so first i started thinking man what did i give up this could have been like some really adventurous great way of me getting out of my shell and all that stuff sure but but the truth is i probably would have been so bashful even if they were interested in me in in some physical way you'd have fumbled it i would have fumbled it that's what alcohol's for so it's probably it's probably a good thing I keep telling myself. Sure. And that's, that's yeah, <laughs> Just, that's... I want you guys to re- well, reassure me. I made the <laughs> yeah. right choice. Yeah. You uh, will never know, but I would say you made it just a horrible, horrible decision. Two beautiful girls on the beaches of Greece versus my friend Curtis. Yeah, no, and, it'll, and, it'll happen again. And now you're sitting in Steve's basement yeah. on a Friday night. And everything's good. And you're still friends with Curtis. So yes, that's true. Curtis. 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 Yeah, Greece also known for its just wild inhibitions and just that's where all women take men to have their way with them. Unthinkable. You're not helping things. me, Ian. You're not. You're not helping. You're not helping. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a mythical yeah. land. Greece. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. that's where the, the, the pr- gods themselves. The, tr- came the truth there. is, they had so much sex they decided to make people. They invented. The truth is, there. at 23, I probably couldn't have handled it. No. I think it wasn't until my late 20s, maybe 30, I probably could have handled it. But 23, I was just too immature. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Keep saying that. Yeah. I keep saying it. What's true? You couldn't handle like a, a, a blowjob on a train from, from Israel. Well, hold on. Greece. We haven't heard the Egypt trip with Yeah, Curtis. I got yeah, yeah, to go to that trip. Maybe okay. he got one. <laughs> so actually, there was, a, there was another girl, Stacy, who I liked. Stacy. No, she was American. Stacy. And Stacy joined us. Curtis and I, we went to. Wait, who's Curtis. Curtis. Ah, right. Curtis and, and Stacy and I left the kibbutz and went to the Sinai Peninsula mm-hmm. for a week. And we had a lot of fun there. And Stacy and I were kind of like making out a lot uh-huh. and, and stuff like that. Yeah, just fun. like meeting somebody and having a crazy fun day and yeah. having some kissing at the end great. of the day. That would be amazing, you know? And then never see them again. I missed something. Are we calling Curtis Stacy now? <laughs> yes. We are. Okay. No, it's well, another in Egypt. That's no, we're, we're so we're in the Sinai, Egyptian for Curtis. <laughs> yep, makes Sinai, sense which now. is which is belonged to Egypt at that point. So what we did is we went to Tel Aviv to answer your question, Jesse. We took a bus to the Sinai, and then we took taxis to move up and down the Sinai. Taxis. Well, we got you have to at take one a point series of taxis. Once you got to 
the Sinai, it's not like there's a Greyhound bus to take you up along it. You'd have to hire someone to take you to the next town. Mm. So we went to a series of towns. We went to um, Mount Sinai and climbed Mount Sinai and spent the night there. On top of the mountain? Yeah, top of the mountain. Is there hostels or is it just camping? There is just camping. There is a, I think it was St. Anne's Monastery or something like that. St. Anne's something. It was just a building built on the top. You know what? Religious... That's way better than a threesome with uh, yeah. beautiful ladies on no, the train. No. Yeah. So, so we don't go up to Stacy on the top of a mountain. I'm sorry. Always, always pick that. You can so, never so go back to that. No. So we went up and down, and we stayed uh, at. Uh, we went uh, a lot of snorkeling. We stayed the in top of the very mountain. Very romantic. No, 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 no. Curtis, <laughs> Curtis and Yoshi. The Gulf of Aqaba goes along the side of the of the Sinai Peninsula. Okay. Up until the Gulf of Aqaba hits. The Red Sea. Okay. Remember from Ten Commandments, the Red Sea separates Egypt from the other, from... Saudi Arabia? Uh, what, Saudi Arabia, and then and then Jordan, I think, and then Iman. Palestine. And then you keep going for a thousand more miles, and then it's Greece. Yes. Where all the fun is. Where, where, the, the, fun where is. the topless ladies where, are. Where they were just banging every, every yeah, guy everything, they met. Everything. All right, so Curtis and I and Stacey go down to the Sinai. Come back. Stacey goes back to the kibbutz. And Curtis and I continue. She's going to Greece, honey. She's she going probably to went with them to Greece. You and Curtis <laughs> continue your jerk off tour. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy's like nobody will touch me. Jesus, <laughs> I'm going to Greece. Why don't you guys, guys just love get a with room. each other. Yeah. They get went her. snorkeling the whole day yesterday <laughs> on a mountain. I thought it'd be like 20 minutes. They were gone for three hours together. <laughs> get a room in a monastery, boys. So then Curtis and I get on a bus and take it to Cairo. Which basically oh, nice. means you drive all the way across Alone the Sinai. <laughs> and that's like a two or three day trip. Really a long trip on a bus, a hot bus. We got to Cairo, spent a couple of days in Cairo. Then this story is about going further south up the Nile. Is that a metaphor? I don't think it is. No. <laughs> yeah, I, think I think we're into it, buddy. I think it's about the missed opportunity. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay, so we had all these plans. We saw a lot of cool stuff. And one of the things we wanted to do was to go down. There is a place called Abu Simbel which is carved into the side of a mountain. It was a giant ancient Egyptian temple. On the front, on the facade, were giant statues. And you can Google it and see all these great pictures of it. Was it George Washington and that? Like- <laughs> sort of like that, but they were like uh, pharaohs touch older. Touch older. and queens of ancient Egypt. Were you guys um, working along the way, or was this no, just like savings? And- just, it is so cheap. It probably still is, except now it's more dangerous. But it was so. this was 1986. Right. This was before the first intifada. So, I mean, how would you? So, how much would you guess? You guys were on what a month long excursion? Uh, yeah, so it was three weeks in Egypt. So, a uh, dollar or two a day for really, including <laughs> yeah. travel. Yeah. Well, you spend a couple of days, and we like we were in Cairo for five days, and you get like a nice hotel room for five bucks a night or something. Penthouse suite, clean? No, no, clean enough. A clean place to sleep. Clean, not a clean place to sleep. Not a not a fancy hotel. No soaps in the bathroom. But right, right. Wow. Yeah, food, you can get food for 50, 75 cents yeah. a meal. a big meal. Well, like in Cairo, I remember we went to a kushari shop, which was really cool. Lentils and rice, and it was really delicious. It was 25 cents. And after I ate it, we watched how they washed the dishes. And the next day, we went to the Hilton that had pizza. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it was... <laughs> yeah, enough of that. Yeah, enough yeah. of that. So anyway, so we wanted to go to Abu Simbel. And Abu Simbel was south, up the Nile. And it was this giant temple that... Not only on the facade had these four giant statues of these pharaohs and queens of Egypt that were like easily, I don't know, 150, 200 feet high. 
thousands of years old. But thousands of years old. But you go inside, and there are more giant statues that are like 50, 60 feet high, and hieroglyphics everywhere, and oh, it's cool. beautiful. Absolutely cool. Wow. And the coolest thing about it is when they put a dam on the Nile at a town called Aswan, and that created Lake Nasser, which is the largest man-made lake in the world, Abu Simbel would have been flooded by it. So an international corps of engineers came and carved up that whole part of the mountain, the outside and the inside and everything, and transported it to high ground and reconstructed it. So they moved all They moved that. a giant temple. And if you look at the pictures, you'll be shocked. And if you Google it and look at Google Images, you'll actually see some of the construction where they're moving it. They carved it into like multi-ton cubes yeah. and mm -hmm. moved the whole thing. So when you were there, you could not see the construction until you got to about two or three feet away from it. Wow. Then you'd see a little less than a centimeter thick line wow. with, a, with a clear, transparent assailant in between. Mm. So we Jeez. wanted to go see this. That's amazing. So Unbelievable. After spending about five days in Cairo or more, we got on a train and went down to Aswan. That was the town. That was a 14-hour train ride. And our first hint of some excitement was getting our tickets. Train ride. Wow. 14 hour train in a really disgusting train. Rats on the train. Yeah, people like sp visibly spitting naturally. Like there was no compulsion. People had to spit. They just spit on the floor of the train. Sense of hygiene was a little different. Yeah. But getting online at the train station, we were about to get our tickets. And these Egyptian men decided to cut us off and not let us in. So they, two of them stood in front of us and spread their arms and wouldn't let me and Curtis get our tickets. Why? I don't know why. I don't know if they thought maybe we were, as Americans, were being too aggressive or just Americans, they didn't like us, but they did it. And we couldn't do anything because there were many of them and they were all bigger than us. And mm. They just stopped you? They, they just, just stopped us. They thought it was funny and we just had to wait patiently until they got their giggles. Oh, okay. Then they, when they got their, all their friends got their tickets, they left and we got Oh, they tickets. were like young yeah. college kids or high school? Or? That age, yeah. Bullying. Uh -huh. bullying. bullying. They were just being bullying, but they were big. Yeah. Again, Curtis was even was smaller than I. He was more athletic, but he was smaller well, but still, than you're I saying there's five, six of them, like, clearly looking for trouble, hoping you guys would say something? Yeah. 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 Picking on some American tourists. Uh-huh. What tipped him off? I'm just curious. I mean, like, you guys wearing, um, like, backward baseball hats and... Dallas Cowboy yeah, shirts. You know, obvious. Make America Great Again t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. No. In the future. Mm -hmm. yeah. some Someday, make America Great Again t-shirts. <laughs> That's yeah. why they hate that slogan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Every week, somebody tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. The Punch-Up Podcast. Now ring that bell. <laughs> So we go to Aswan. We get there. First thing we do is we went out to dinner at this nice little, you know, a lot of little cozy little places. That night, I got incredibly sick. I got sicker than I've ever been in my life. Like food poisoning sick? Yes. Horrible. I didn't know what, what it was. It was horrible. Dealer's choice, right? Everything mm -hmm. was, yeah. yeah, it was coming out of, could have been anything. Everywhere. Every part of my body, yeah, stuff yeah. was coming out of. And I was dizzy. I had terrible vertigo. My good friend Curtis 
looks at me the next morning while I'm still throwing up and going to the bathroom. Luckily, there was a bathroom. It wasn't clean, but there was a bathroom there. You stay in these little pensions, this little, you know, it's not like a hotel. It's just like a house has a couple rooms in it and we rent it. So I was on my deathbed. I really thought I might die. I was really scared. And my friend Curtis says, well, you're sick. You can't go anyway. I'm going to go out sightseeing. And he leaves me there. Oh. And he goes out sightseeing on his own. And there goes chance at true love. Yes, that was over. Yeah. That was over. See yeah. if he gets dinner tonight. <laughs> right. He's really going to Greece. I thought Greece too. Should have gone to Greece. Should have gone to Greece. So I'm... It's terrible, and by the mid-afternoon... And there's no even concierge, or I mean, I would imagine you're no, making quite no a bit one. of noise, too. Like, there's just no one. You're just no. alone in... There's the owner who doesn't speak English who, you know, took our money, and yeah. I haven't seen him since. Right. I finally was able to get myself up and walk outside. Now, this is Egypt in probably June, so it is hot. Yeah. Very hot. Mm. And I am walking, and I obviously, for podcast, I can't show it, but I'm walking like... Stumbling. A half a step every two seconds, going really slow, trying to avoid the direct sun, staying in the shadows. The only good part was Egypt, uh, the pharmacies are nationalized. So there was a pharmacy on every block. So I go into the pharmacy, pharmacist doesn't speak English, and I start acting out my symptoms. So it's kind of like that Pepto-Bismol commercial. (laughs) I'm acting out all the different, what's happening, I'm acting out dizzy. And he gave me some medicine, and I got better. I slowly got better. So, Over a couple days? A good 24 hours. I was dead 24 hours. So the following day, I was able to get up, and we went out. And Curtis just walked back in the door like, yeah, he came back. Hey, you're still here. He came back at the end. Is he still alive? I said, yeah, I'm still alive. He brought back some olives from Greece. I think he mumbled something like he should have gone to uh, to Greece. Greece, yeah. Yeah. So then we went, and we're walking around, and I'm feeling better. We look at a galabea. So the men wear these long man dresses, technically a dress. It's called a galabea. Some countries it's a jalaba. The men wear them, and it's, you know, it's a cultural thing. And we thought this was cool. Let's get those as gifts. We were thinking of what could we get for our family's gifts. So I wanted to get six. I have uh, three brothers and for my parents and myself. I wanted to get six, and he wanted to get three. So we went into a shop. And we talked to the tailor, who didn't speak any English. So it was more like miming. We mimed, acted out. We got tape measures, so we were able to explain. And it was clearly, it seemed like he understood how many we want. For each one, we would describe, we would show the pattern we want, the embroidery we wanted on it, the color, the size. So I showed mine. This one's for me. For my brother, who's a bigger than me, I showed on the tape measure what his chest size should be. So I did it for everyone in my family, their heights and stuff like that. Curtis did the same thing. And then my clever friend Curtis as... Curtis. Curtis, sorry. My friend Curtis, just as we're about to leave, he says, okay, we'll pay you half. And we're going to go off to Abu Simbel and come back and pay you the other half for them. And this exploded in my head. Why would he offer that? They didn't ask for that, but it was too late. He offered it, so we ended up giving them half of the money. And we left, and we went down to Abu Simbel. And Abu Simbel was fantastic, and we saw all these things, and we went uh, swimming in the uh, Lake Nasser, even though they said you're not supposed to because it's polluted. The Nile is very dirty. So after being sick for 24 yeah. hours <laughs> <Yeah>. straight, <laughs> yes. you jump into a polluted lake. Well, yes. there's, there's nothing left. Yes. I, well, I didn't make the connect. I didn't know what I had gotten sick At least sick you from. have leftover stuff from the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. So we both went swimming in it. and uh, Were other the, people the, swimming in it, too? No. Hell no. It was just these two just, just Americans. Two just the Americans. <laughs> Sex jokes. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> Spinning up into the air. I, I think we learned house. afterwards. I'm amused. I think what maybe happen? we learned that. No, we actually learned before. Did you they, not they go tell- underwater at least? 
We're in swimming. We dove. We yeah. dove from rocks into the... But we they were drank told that not, water. I guess we thought because it was the lake, maybe it was different than the Nile. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, they just sure. pushed yeah, the different. poop out it's of hard the water. Yeah. It's, it's hard to understand people screaming and yelling, giving you the get out sign. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't well, they know were doing speak five, English. But hey, they weren't hey Curtis, is your penis also swollen? <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah. So we go to Abu Simba. We spent one night. We came back. We go to the tailor to collect the galabeas and to pay him. And uh, he didn't do anything that we said. None of the embroidery, none of the sizes, none of the colors, what nothing matched what we so had. Surprised. I know, none of your gibberish or mine got through. <laughs> no, can't, you guys have seen it. He, he got one of the five. They things. just did this horrible <laughs> sketch in front of him and then paid him. And I was like... <laughs> okay, we, bye. We, we and and he went in the points. back and got five pieces that were rejected. By the he, he well, this is what we did. Smoked a hookah for three hours. We're convinced that he just ignored us and just took nine galabeas off the shelf. Yeah. Right. And we said, no, we want our money back. This is not what we asked. And we showed it to him. This would not fit. This is my dad. This would not fit my brother. He pulled out his saber. Well, we're getting he there. He understands none of what you're saying. None of what I'm saying, Plus, but we understand we rob. want our money back. Yeah, he understood you're... money back. The dissatisfied customer is an international yep. sound. So then we decide that he's going to go off with Curtis, Curtis, and uh, the shopkeeper are going to go off to the police station. And Curtis turns to me and says, watch those Galabea, don't let anything happen to them. So I go into this room, this side room, off of the main street. With your Galabea. With the Galabea. And I'm sitting there in a chair. The Galabea is on a table, and I have my elbow on them holding them. Meanwhile, three or four very large Egyptian men are standing all around me, looking at me. One of them has a club in his hand. Oh, my God. And he's banging it in his hand, you know, up and down, kind of like an old mm-hmm. 50s gangster you know, movie. I don't mm-hmm. play five things, but I know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the international it, symbol for I'm going to beat your head. Yeah, stupid American. Yeah. So he's sitting there, and I'm this. we're sitting there for like an hour, an hour and a half. I'm sitting really? there. Really? And so they didn't move, and you didn't move? No, because I'm watch, I'm keeping it, and I'm watching them, and they're looking at me, and the guy's Are beating. they aware that Curtis is with the other yeah. guy settling yeah. this? Yeah, we're waiting for them to come back. Mm-hmm. So they could be stitching all the embroidery on at this point, but no, they're the not. No, Gal- the Galabea, I'm holding them. Right, I'm, right. I'm holding it on the table. Just saying, like, instead of instead of being tough guys, they could be they could working. Be. Yeah, it's thank just you, as much Ian, a, for exactly. understanding. Didn't matter; they didn't fit. They were the wrong sizes. So that also. Oh, you fucking American! It was terrible. It was <laughs> With terrible. your sizes, well, which one do you want? Do you want embroidered or do you want it to fit? <laughs> if you didn't eat so much bread, they would fit. Yeah, low carb diets had not been invented yet. Yeah. So anyway, so after a while, Curtis comes back. He says, come on, let's go. And we take the Galabeas. So I pick up the Galabeas. We walk to the chief of police. These big guys just part way? They just let you go? No, they followed. They followed uh-huh. me with beating the so stick. So it's a whole thing. Wait, when Curtis thing. came back, I thought he went to the police with the... He did. He came back to get me. So come on, we're going to the police Got it. station. Evidence. So we go to the chief of police. Get to the chief of police. Please tell me he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> They're always Irish. <laughs> Irish. Not in Aswan, Egypt. Mm-hmm. He did not speak any English. Things are looking good. <laughs> so there was one guy in the whole group that spoke so English. you had to reenact your... <laughs> no, no, no. whole no. thing. One guy that Keaton. spoke English. <laughs> this guy that spoke English was the brother-in-law of the shopkeeper. Perfect. So we're explaining what happened through this translator, the brother-in-law of the shopkeeper, <laughs> right, yeah. to the chief of police. And somehow the chief of police kept getting upset every time <laughs> he translated what you guys said. Kept saying, death to America. Yeah. No. Filthy dog. No. He just keeps no, calling no, no, no. filthy dog. 
after, you know, maybe 10, 20, 30 minutes of this, the, he says something to the translator. Translator turns to us and says, which ones can you take? And so we were shocked by that, but I went through them all. And by the size and stuff, I said, well, this one, which we thought was from my dad, that could fit my mom. And this one from my bigger brother, that could fit me. So I took maybe two or three. And Curtis took, I think, one. And we said that. And the shopkeeper said, fine. I mean, the chief of police said, fine. That's good. You're good. And we got our money back, whatever was left over. So he basically did the most honest thing he possibly could yeah. do. He totally resolved the thing. He said, take the ones you can, and the rest you get your money back. Right. Totally restored my, my faith. You had your own Solomon situation. Yeah. It was good. brilliant. It was yeah, very he really, smart. He, he did justice. He did justice. Because he could have just awesome. chopped them all in half. Yes, he could have. Then they wouldn't have fit anybody. They would have been like skirts. They could all be wearing your nuts as necklaces right now. (laughs) Oh, you're saying if he went to Greece. Oh, yeah. No, that's a different story. I was very, very, very impressed. This was was a great resolution. (laughs) To celebrate... That's Damn like it. I was really hoping that was the button. I was like, I don't know where you go from there. It might be. I'm sorry. Good, Josh. To celebrate. So to celebrate. To Greece. We went to Greece. No, to celebrate, we went to. The same place back, you ate the night before. The same place we went, we ate the night before. You did? Why? Yeah, because we, we were why? dumb. Yeah. We didn't make connections. We didn't have the parts of the brain developed yet that made connections. You know, <laughs> well, yet, Curtis he, was fine. He didn't care. That's right. We didn't make a connection. We had no reason to suspect Curtis didn't get sick. I could have gotten a virus. Who knows? We go there. We order some food. The waiter Same comes thing, by. I hope. Yeah. Same yeah. I'll have my regular, please. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> in fact, if you have any left over on the plate I used last I night, I believe the bring direct translation out. is the evacuator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Extra bacteria, please. <laughs> the waiter comes by. Oh, so big warning. One of the big warnings, like a lot of countries like Egypt, is don't drink the water. Drink bottled water. Just yeah. swim in it. Yeah, right. Do not swim in the Nile because it's highly polluted. They had uh, right. bottled Do water back then. But Lake they Nasser, had bottled water, plastic bottled water. Lake Nasser is very different. We were lucky. That's where the Nile feeds into and rests. That's where they right. fill up That's their right. bottles. Is yeah. I think they chlorinate the largest <laughs> lake yeah. in yeah. the world. Largest man-made lake. So the guy brings the bottle of water. And for some lucky reason, Curtis and I are both watching him. Not because we're suspicious. We just by chance we're watching him. We see him, you know, these bottles of water. They have the little plastic ribbon that you have yeah. to rip off to take it off. We see him grabbing the bottle with his fist around the neck of the bottle Mm -hmm. so you can't actually see anything and he pretends Mm. to take the plastic thing off and we stop him we said you just pretended to open it that's not a fresh bottle does he speak english no are you you miming this This he must have spoken enough (laughs) english because he said another because he indicated we were right yeah Yeah. he kind of said sorry yeah he did bad space work you called him out on it. That's right. He's very bad. <laughs> so what he do- what he was doing is he was taking. No, 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 my friend. You have to. There has to be some resistance. <laughs> the audience, is, is, the audience yes. is not going to respect that mime work. That's right. It was very bad mime. No, he was cheating us. What they instead of? Oh, it's cheaper. And it's then cheaper. and then did it click? Like maybe he did. Then that it clicked. Last That's night. what he did the night before. He was taking tap water, which is basically Nile water, Ugh, or with Nasser a little water. bit of chlorine in it. But it still is filled with a lot of bacteria. Giardia. And the local yeah. people are used to it. Uh, but right. I was not, and Curtis was lucky. So you get up and left. Well, here's the kicker. We sent no, it back. We got a, a fresh bottle of water that we opened, but we still ate there. Uh, you showed and them. And what did we- you eat? Soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we which had- is actually just someone else's diarrhea. <laughs> we had the chicken, which which can't be bad. I like that the, the guy, that guy could have screwed you. 
that police the ju- chief. Yeah, oh, the police chief was the one who wound up in an Egyptian jail. And he did you right. So there's one guy was honest. And, and, and one guy was dishonest. Well, yeah. and the translator, the too, was the brother, and he was... Brother-in-law, the, he was they, honest. They were genuinely helping you out. That could have gone horribly wrong. Could have gone very wrong, and quite possibly, maybe we didn't mime the sizes properly. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, you're, you're putting a lot of faith in your space work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>